0: You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Very good, AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for Season 4, Episodes 4 and 5 of Celebrity Rehab. Tonight's host is Kevin Undergaro. Joining Kevin will be AfterBuzz's co-hosts Courtney Stewart and Phil Svitek. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Celebrity Rehab news and gossip. We want to hear from you, too. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Kevin Undergaro! Welcome
1: everyone to Celebrity Rehab season 4 episodes 4 and 5 an interesting decision by VH1 to air uh, back-to-back episodes I don't even think I've, I I don't think I ever recall a, a channel doing that uh, Phil Courtney do you guys any shows yeah. that you it's know It's
2: just weird that's what threw us off the first night uh, Courtney and I were trying to watch it is we missed the pilot and then we got episode two, and yeah. we're like, "What's going on here? Wait, did we like? What did we miss? We thought this was the first night, and just really strange." But very strange, very
1: strange. Like you would think they'd want to, you know, spread the, you know spread this out, but maybe VH1 has a lot of shows coming up. I mean, yeah. I they want
3: to give us all the love in one night, in but they six know. Weeks. But it's <laughs> interesting though.
1: I know, but it doesn't. It, I'm just confused because this is a very, very popular brand for them, whereas a lot of their other shows, especially since kind of the Rock of Love era and mm-hmm. the the uh, I Love, Love New York era. I mean that 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 era is past. I mean that was very strong for them, but since then they haven't been as powerful. But the celeb the celeb rehab sober house those have always tracked for them. So I'm just surprised that they would waste you know two hour a two hour slot where you know normally they would do the four, repeat it all week, get us excited for five. Um, uh, maybe by next week we'll have an explanation. But needless to say. Uh, a lot went on, a lot to go over, mainly Frankie, Janice, Ooh. Rachel, and Eric dominating. Um, obviously, peanut gallery, uh, jumping in here and there, especially my my, always in there. My, my dearest, dearest <laughs> pet, Jason, uh, whom yeah. I love. Oh, lovely. Um, but, and I know we're going to talk about it in the special segment, I, I mean, I have a smile on my face now because so much of what I see, I find very humorous. But I know, maybe this isn't supposed to be a comedy. I mean, maybe this, you know, this. But I don't feel like I'm watching Intervention. Although yeah. there are times I, I, have to say, I'm the type I laugh at Intervention too. But not. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, from I'll, I'll cry at Intervention. This, this show, is. Um, I guess this is like the retarded cousin of Jersey Shore. In the sense, I feel like in the Jersey Shore, the, the Jersey Shore kids, fifteen years 15 later, years from now, yeah, we'll have they're the no w- longer
3: young and fun and cute and irrelevant. A mess, right? It's just, <laughs> just a mess.
1: Um. Anyhow, okay, so let, I guess start off with Frankie.
2: Yeah, I mean, she, she's constantly well. If you want to talk about, uh, you know, age like the Jersey Shore kids to now, you know, Frankie sort of embodies like the uh, the hangover of all of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, constantly – but she – everyone, like, uh, references her, like, you know, you got to act your age, Frank. And I don't know whether she – I've, you know, not really hung around too many 50-year-olds apart from, like, (laughs) maybe the classroom where –
1: yeah. But it's interesting. You know, Janice is 55, um, clearly not acting her age. And, I mean, um, I think I'll – as the host of the show, I'm going to step forward and say it. I I have no – official training in um, in uh, dealing with, with um, you know, addicts, uh, I have known umpteen uh, working in the carnival business. Uh, for a, about a decade, most of the people that uh, I worked with were hardcore addicts, heroin, um, alcohol pills, whatever. So, I mean, I've been around the behavior, but I don't um, – I don't know the science of it, so when you hear my opinions and, and some of the um, stuff I'm going to spew out, please just take them for what they are. They're just opinions. That being said, one of the, one of the things that I, uh, I had heard from some of the uh, junkies that I knew that had tried therapy is that one, when you use, your, your growth is stunted um, and, and even, um, even you even regress so when you're using it's it's common when you're when you're deep in in your your addiction you you are in your i don't know childhood years or your teen years but probably childhood and that's a lot that you you're seeing here and you see these people all saying it oh he acts like a 7 year old and you know when you see what they do
3: they're pretty bad, they're, right? They're definitely seven-year-olds, elementary school, kindergartners going back and forth. You did this, you said this. Don't right. say that's me, yeah. Don't say, "Hey, she told on me." And then they have to tell the like counselor, like she's gotta get Frankie's lighter out of the bushes because uh, Jason okay, time to out, to and he got a time out. <laughs> and he went, he chose time out yeah. because he wasn't willing, and then was to proud of himself, so. and he was proud of it. So. I, I, that's rough, I mean, it's, it stops, it definitely stops, I, I don't even, it definitely cannot stop at 20, because if Frankie was at 20 when she no, started. No, no, it's like, you're I, right, it's it, three it, to seven. It disintegrates it, whatever is beneath that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
2: it, even her, even obviously, like, all the, uh, the celebrities there, but Frankie, especially her words, her diction, and, uh, the way she acts, even her face, like, it just ha- it you know, okay. it doesn't go anywhere. The
1: face. It, the face. <laughs> now this is something else. Okay, this again this is me. This is me, not uh with any training or background. Once again, my opinions. But do you ever notice the sour puss scowl that the that addicts get uh, like later in like life?
3: Fourteen year old stank face that you yeah, give and you never permanently. Give <laughs> my exactly. And
1: so she's got that on her face permanently and a lot of users do and, and who knows you know janice might would have had it too if she didn't have so much surgery
3: yeah that's yeah. put her face
1: into a, a i mean i'm not kidding and she was a
3: model so she had to move it around a little bit right so she has some yeah. training outside of it
1: true but a lot of that if you see I, this the alcohol especially with a lot of the alcoholics you see two things you see the stomach start to push out which is generally because the organs in the liver are failing. And again. This is me. Just I'm not saying this as a doctor. I'm saying this from what I've seen because it's been people with cirrhosis or or who are basically about to kick. But you see that with Frankie, and they usually have that scowl, that puss on their face um, from the booze and if you or, or the drugs or whatever it is they're using. And, and poor Frankie has this. That being said, I don't see, I don't see Frankie as the worst one on this show. I mean, in terms of Who's the most addicted? I don't know. I don't know. I mean there's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of people deep in addiction here. Yeah. I don't but I don't feel like she's no, the worst. Like, because she, because we talked about this, Courtney. Let's talk about what you and I talked. I was saying to you, I was like, hit him. Yeah, if I were Frankie, that kid she was... should have
3: bashed his face in. What? What is it, Jason? A long time, ago, right? Because he, his mouth, he runs off at the mouth, hardcore, and all he's the time. Fiz- getting physical with her. Yeah, so she, she's a crackhead. She's from the hood. She's got like twelve kids. Like there's no way in the world she right. should be letting him get away with that. But she so. did. But I think she's actually the most committed to recovery actually then well for her
1: not to do to fight back like i thought that was like amazing like yeah. wait a second everybody why is okay so she's she's wearing the wig and she's got the puss on her face and you know what i mean so it's, she's an easy target but at the same time she didn't smack that kid she i would have smacked him he needed a smack
3: he's needed to be smacked since episode one and i mean i didn't even see episode
1: one. <laughs> I, well and you know well how he's raised did you guys in episode one did you see some of his baby pictures did anyone see them? <laughs> Corey, why are you laughing? You didn't see them. Oh, it's amazing! It's like Pugsley from the Adams Family. It's this just—it's oh the poster child for dysfunction. Of course. This fat, just kid, but like with the suit on and the stupid smile. But you could just see that—that uh, that he ate away a lot of his problems when he was young, Aww. and was clearly never disciplined because you know, yeah. you, as you can see. But but again, I thought I thought. A, a Frankie easy target, but but there's something redeeming I see that yeah. she didn't smack him.
2: I mean, I think I think she's the least harmful of all of those. You know, I think her sort of questions get on people's nerves. I think she's the most honest about what she's doing. Right, and, uh, uh, Kev. You were uh, you know when you and I talk a lot, uh, you have a f- you have friends that sort of they just want to know like why is that? Why am we getting paid? Like
1: just, yeah, just the why is that? Ask, yeah, yeah. How come? But why? But but i thought yeah yeah and so that's
2: what frankie reminds me of and the reason why all these confrontations come up is because you know she just continues with that sort of train of thought and it just gets on people's nerves and
3: that's a child thing too like when right. kids are coming up and you like you have to do this but why and cuz i said so you know you never get past that yeah. so i think she just kind of never got past that and she's still in that Well once place. again
1: she's stunted. She's, she's stunted she's stunted but stunted. but i don't think but i but not but outwardly you would think she's the worst on the show i don't think she's i don't think she's definitely don't think she's the worst person i and, God, no. not not even close <laughs> and um as far as her depth of addiction i don't it's hard it's hard to say i don't i don't think she's also i don't think she's the deepest yeah. a, a, it's tough cuz she's actually
3: off crack apparently and she's there for alcoholism not for crack and she was a crackhead well, for 20 some well, years I mean, so that she for kicked her that life. really and she's doing the alcohol thing not that that's better. Right, networks, but it's but well. It's maybe not as extreme. There's something to say that you know she's at least not in there for crack and alcohol. She's, right, she's there for alcohol, so hopefully it'll and,
1: help. And so, you know, speaking of of you know, I'm I'm wondering should we should we should we should we go to Janice or should oh, we go to I'm Eric?
3: I'm afraid.
1: Probably go to Eric because then we'll we'll I say mean, like yeah, Rachel th- and Janice together. Okay, yeah, so well, so now we get Eric Roberts. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting, and. I mean, for me, it's been hard to wrap my, um, wrap my head around the fact that this is really a great actor.
3: Yes, he is.
1: And, and Sizemore also in previous ones was a great actor, but he wasn't quite the name of Eric Roberts, uh, even though, you know, fine actor, done great roles with Tarantino and, and so forth. I don't feel that he was – I don't feel that he had the name of, mm-hmm. of Eric Roberts. And so to see Eric Roberts on this, I'm, I'm asking myself, Why? Why? How? I mean, I, I, my I, answer to that is that you know maybe for the, for the money, not the money that they pay them on that show, but the fact that you know the reality stars today are the ones making the money, mm-hmm. um, and and getting ahead, and you know other than that, unless it was a, a, a genuine. I just can't see because he could get genuine treatment from anybody. In fact, Doctor Drew is always forward about. He's almost like the Hollywood doctor at this point, mm-hmm. where I know a lot of uh, uh, celebs who who are in contact with him. Uh, Conway um, from the earlier Jeff, uh, Conway. Jeff Con- Conway from the early ones. I know he still works with uh, Doctor Dr. Drew, so he could get the treatment anyway. But to go on the air, um, I, yeah, I guess I guess it's it's for the money, and, to, and, and maybe he's hoping it'll give his career a spark. But uh, that being said, I this is a moment I got really sad. I got really sad for him when he was talking to Dr. Drew about his problems. It was either of you guys affected by that? Yeah, I mean, uh, it definitely got to me. I mean, it started off
2: you know, that where he wasn't able to open up, even when Janice asked him the question of, you know, how's your, how's your wife – but she asked him like, how, "How's she a mother to the children or whatever?" And he didn't want to answer. It. And then so, so I think it's was was tough for to, him to open up. But know? I think he was trying to protect, to protect the her, wife. Yeah. yeah, he was
1: afraid. He didn't want to slander the wife, and who knows what like mess that is, right? Exactly. But when he got with for me, when he got with Doctor Drew, and he really broke down.
3: Yeah, he was very like emotional about the fact that they felt like they were he felt like they were all children on a playground like getting nowhere and just arguing back and forth and bickering and that was kind of insightful on his part if he's uh, maybe he's not as far gone he uh, similar what? to frankie i think is kind of in a place where he really is serious about trying to do something and not just be on the show maybe just for the fact that it's a show and it's kind of disappointing that he's sitting there in front of these people that are supposed to be grown-ups serious about getting their lives together and, and th- this is
1: where he's ended up well you know i always as a director i always say um i'll always tell actors like listen half of acting is getting it meaning getting the role understanding the role and so to understand a role uh or to take on another person you really have to understand people so i that Part of 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 him, why he's a really good actor. I so I I can see why he would be able to um, reflect on things with Doctor Drew and be so poignant and so um, accurate in seeing things. So I got that, but when he started talking about childhood issues and and he was like, I can, what was it? Something like I, I'll never be able to get through to people. Or I'll never. People will never understand me, or something. He just burst out into tears, and I know a lot of actors say that they they feel that way, that no one will ever really understand them. That's why they're always really trying and searching for that. But I mean, obviously, this guy's taking it to another level. But I, I felt really, I felt really sad for him in that moment, and and I got choked up.
3: A little bit, I would But say, yeah. then, but then he becomes Mister Creeper around the rehab facility, cracking jokes. In right? The well, that and I, guess, I don't want
1: to segue to Janice yet. <laughs> but when Janice is having her meltdown, did you the smile? The smile
3: on the corner. He was peeping around the corner. A little bit shady to me. Yeah, it was
1: just like you know. I'm, I want to feel bad for you, but then like you do that. And um, now, can we just uh, take a take a left turn? Can we discuss his wardrobe? <laughs>
3: sneakers. The shirt said No, it's just like very What was the shirt? It said like He's got, like, uh, a rug it, Well, there
2: was a Make a Difference. There was uh, racism, and a there was racism... T- a okay, racism. Okay, but
3: I, no, racism, no, let, no, let's... It like, let's what let's, in
2: the world? All
1: right, kids, let's go a little and further. And the white
3: sneakers, that's very 80s with and no, pants. No, and,
1: and the pants pulled, up, pulled high. up high.
3: And they, like, sit on top of the sneakers. They don't come down over the sneakers. Yeah. It's very like, uncomfortable. And what
1: me. what I don't like seeing about this... Here's a guy with his full head of hair. He's got a great body. Yeah, and when virile. you see, like, most guys in Hollywood... Um, and it's probably annoying too that they do this. But you know, most guys in Hollywood dress like they're twenty two, you know, they've got the they've got the the jeans at the at the um below their waist and they've got you know, you see uh guys his age or older and just every time I see his outfit I'm like Yeah.
3: Yeah, he's stuck. Nineteen ninety one I'd give him. Yeah, he's yeah. ninety one. Even 91. the glasses,
1: everything. And again, I always say, Well, I host the Jersey Shore so I can be shallow. With- <laughs> And, and bring up these things that really uh, not shallow, have though. nothing to do with the sobriety, or maybe not, it not. could
3: be. I mean, if you look like that all the time, I probably
1: maybe he's stuck. Well, you know, something there's a probably a bigger point here that he, he's not advancing, he's not growing. Mm-hmm. So you're not evolving with what's going he's on not. around you. Um, needless to say, uh, moving on to Janice, <laughs> if we may. Poor Janice,
3: Janice is officially the wreck of.
1: Celebrity Rehab season 3. She's she yeah, she's I mean we have so many this is the most wrecks we've ever seen. But right now I think she's got, she just pulled ahead. She's a I mean Leaf he, came out of the gates strong. Yeah,
3: he came out strong on the heroin. Right. We he didn't hear too much going on and he seems to have like pulled it together pulled it a back. little bit. He
1: pulled it back. He pulled back. Uh Frankie obviously yeah. it was was a, was a hot mess and and now Janice is in the lead.
3: Janice is hot garbage right now. She's yeah. in the
1: lead. I mean I, if this isn't, if she's not a poster child, listen to all you young, pretty women out there. Just listen. This is this could be you. Get a this hobby. Is, well, yeah, You're more
3: than what you look oh, like. Go, what, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, go, yes.
1: And, and 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 I don't know. Go go go. Give to people. Go work, work Do with a charity. Something, else. but not to end up like this. this. Is someone who's been overindulged her whole life and overstimulated. Mm-hmm. And probably when she wasn't stimulated, she she had to use. And now it's coming to the end of the line. You just see where she's just coming apart.
3: And it's the end of the line. Things are caving in in weird ways. Her emotions are a mess. Right. Her life is a mess. It's not going well for Janice. It's
2: yeah, well. I mean, when, uh, when when obviously the show got started, her versus Jason, you know, I felt sort of bad for her in those yeah. moments. But now I see why, you know, it's it wasn't just Jason. It's 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 truly Janice. Mm-hmm.
1: She's, she's she's the real vampire. problem. She's
3: got a lot to fix. And a she's lot,
1: and so. she's yeah, always on and on and on. And you know, um, I was looking at before the show Dr. Drew did, he does a blog for VH1 and he said that Janice we're seeing we're seeing Janice now. She's 4 months into her sobriety, into her treatment. He's like you need the minimal of 6 and he said that, you know, it's it's very hard to Two thirds point, which is where she's at now, but she's actually been, um, according to my notes, she's sober for four months, and and this is where she's at. Wow. Yeah, nuts, right?
3: If that's not a poster child for just say no.
1: I mean, <laughs> oh my right? god! Uh,
3: wow. Ouch. That that renders some level of empathy, I guess. Uh,
1: well, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, they're all human beings, right? I mean, yeah. you know, we all like got to take a step back and and. You know, pain is relative. So, I mean, you you get it, but it's hard, so hard to feel bad for the for all these people. I guess it's a whole other subject, but you know, here's a gorgeous woman who's been around since um, the studio. Um, is it was it? 51, yeah, 51. Th- that those days of the '70s, who's kind of just had so much fun, traveled the world, and and as I said, had been catered to and had this life of privilege, and so you know now.
3: That she was broken when
1: she got there. She well, that's she what she's was saying. Broken when she got there. That's what she's saying. She's yeah. saying, right? She was that's abused. That's what she told Tyra. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know,
2: they all I say mean, that, right? For me, I'm still it's trying to figure. Abused.
1: Right, we all have. I mean, you know, it's it's just how some of us come out of it, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, I was I, one of the interesting things, and I'd love to get your. I just take uh, sort of. The strategy of how she sort of picks on these people, it you know, especially like poolside when, uh, you know, episode four, she was telling uh, Rachel uh, basically the procedure of like the whole thing, and, and it was very uh, very demeaning. But it's like me almost telling Courtney, like, all right, Courtney, so so we're gonna host this show now, and uh, yeah, so so that's when you get to talk on air or whatever, and. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you get it.
1: So you say wait, so you say so, so she knows she's she knows the cameras are on?
2: I don't know. Like I'm trying to figure out her strategy per se.
3: I think she does, but I think I'm that sure she, she also has an affection for in this case, obviously we'll get to Rachel, but their tension comes from I think a legitimate place of her feeling like she has something special with this person and I can show this person something that gives her some level of worth. And that's why she it pushes so fourth. hard. And that gives her another opportunity to be like, okay, well, maybe I'm not super beautiful model anymore because I'm now but, 50, but I still got something for you. right? And this person, I can show you something. I can be something for you. I can help you. And, it, gives,
1: you and it, it puts her up on a paddle. It elevates, it her. elevates it, her. It exactly. gives her, it brings more attention her way. Um, it was interesting. Dr. Drew also in his interview or his blog was saying how this whole BFF nonsense you know, he said when he first got into treating people, um, you know, someone would leave group. Let's say I quit, I'm out and I'm done. And doctor would say, "Oh, geez, that's that's too bad." Um, and he said, "You know, his groups would would in, would react in a in a far more severe way. Like, oh my God, wow. this one left. How? Why? Even though they only knew each other for a few days." Mm-hmm. And he was just like, "It's all kind of." Um, it's all kind of BS. It's like they're they're um, they're drug addicts. They're not BFFs, and um, they they want to be normal and they want to have the family thing. But part of their addiction is that fast kind of give me the crack, and like impulse, the so symptoms. so let's have yeah. this fake family and let's have all these like good things about a family, even though it's not really based on anything. Mm-hmm. And you know you, you see this evidence with. Uh, and he talks about this when uh, when Rachel leaves. You see how they all react, uh, you know, to her we leaving. We love her. Where is she? Right. I right mean, um, moving on. I mean, Satana, can I move on to Rachel, or do we have sure. any more Janice
2: talk? I, I mean, I think I think uh, Rachel and Janice are very much kind of intertwined, intertwined,
1: so yeah, for sure. so it's easy to go over. Well, so that I, I found it interesting. Of course, Rachel. Walks out. Uh, I I thought that the I initially said to myself, "Geez, the mask has finally fallen off." Mm-hmm. Because for me, Rachel on this show has been like, "Let me use this show to show America that I'm not a homewrecker, that I'm really good, I'm I want to help people, I need help. and I'm smart, and I want to help people." Yeah. Then we see her in Doctor Drew's office, and the mask falls off, and we we see this bitch yes. who's even attacking him, twisting his words. Uh, and he's she's confused. She completely. is confused. Well, you know what it is with her? She's, she's smart. She has a high IQ, you can tell. And um, she's able to use that to manipulate, to, to talk her way around things, to kind of take control. Um, and so for me in that moment, I was like, ah, this is the real Rachel. Now, as we're having this discussion, um, I wonder is, is, does she know that's good television? I walk out and come back. What do you think?
3: I don't buy any of Rachel. You could tell from day one. So I, I don't believe she's an addict. All... How about that? Is that I what you mean? I personally don't believe she's an. In... Well, I mean, I think perhaps she abuses mm-hmm. substances. But to me abusing a abusing herself, so she's a party girl versus right. being an addict kind of are different things to me. Agreed. I don't know if that's medically like appropriate or correct. Again, we already I mean, said we're not professionals. I mean, we all we just have opinions. We all have our vices. But I have a strong
1: don't. one that I say she's My not an addict. My strong
3: opinion is that she on some serious booze. And <laughs> yep, uh, she yep. is on it for camera time. And all of her actions have shown nothing but that. Even the, like, dramatic, like, I'm packing. I'm... What are you mad about for real? Like, right. we all know Janice is crazy. If she didn't drive anybody else, like, really? Just say, I want a new room. Like, you don't have to leave. Right. Like, you don't say, have... I don't right. want to be her roommate anymore. That's what you would do. I think it was bullcrap. She left so she could get everybody's attention. She had just talked Leif into staying it kind of flowed together really well and then all suddenly I was sitting on my hotel room all alone and, and I knew I would no one to call.
1: hmm Except
3: I already knew I should have come back and she actually says, I already knew that I shouldn't have left. It's
1: bull. Such bull. And bull. you know, we, we, oh, we nudged each other in the screening. Um, when Dr. Drew said to her, you know, Why are you here? I, I'm I'm here to she paused. Mm-hmm. She was searching for what do I say? I don't wanna call myself an addict, for whatever reason, and she pauses, and she and, and maybe because she thinks that would prevent her from work in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm here to figure out my life. Life, exactly. Like, what is there Interesting. To out, really? Okay, and that's what made me realize, like, yeah, you are fronting. She knows what's going on. But Doctor Drew, I've heard him interviewed, and you know, he claims that she's an addict and that. And that she suffered trauma from nine eleven, like her boyfriend died in it. And her that fiance. was really emotional. Like, Absolutely, two,
3: And I get it, but there's therapy for like needing, having feelings. And that's a whole different can of worms, grief, right? That's not addiction. That's not addiction. I don't. Yeah,
1: I don't. I'm not buying that. That that she's addicted no, at all. No. Um, and and it's funny because it is Janice is no match for her because Janice really is a, a sick person a mess. I mean, and a mess. And, and this one, I feel like if this one wanted to, she could push enough buttons to make Janice throw herself off the roof. Probably. Because she's, she's, she's smart enough to do that. And whether she will or she won't is another reason. But, but we see she comes back and everyone's so relieved and whatever. Yay. But what was such a like, so revealing to me was day eight. <laughs> i mean day eight and they were acting as if they all knew each other for years and this speaks to uh dr drew's point about how they all you know they have this like well i mean fake family bond this instant family bond that drugs are a funny yeah. thing.
2: yeah yeah i mean uh you know in episode two uh dr drew tells rachel that she's addicted to uh uh, high emotion, you know, or
3: yes, love uh, intensity. Yeah. Intensity. That's it what it true. is. And I
2: think, I think it's her, but it's also everyone else in the fam family, or if you want to call them that, um, is this like, you know, quick range of emotions. So at one, like one minute, I want to be happy and exactly the next minute I want to be sad or whatever. I want to move on, move on and get it over with as opposed to,
1: you know, normal that, human beings. And that, right. And is that why that they, they're always seeking the quick fix? Yeah, exactly. Right, with drugs, mm-hmm. um, lethal injection for all of them. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like just a pillow over the head. What Put do you them do with all this? out of their misery? You know, I, I, I one of our my old bosses used he say he always stuck to this. He's like, only seven percent of them get off. It's and I remember some thought. of the the meaner bosses I worked for. Uh, and actually, I look back, I don't think they were mean. They just were realistic. And they would say, um, they'll they'll sell you. For the shirt on your back whatever. they don't care just to get that high you don't nobody exists it's just that high that's the only thing that exists and so, so these people are so incredibly narcissistic, but I've always had my my chicken and egg like question: were they narcissistic to begin with, and is that what made them use, or did they use and then become did the the using make them narcissistic?
3: I vote number one. They were narcissistic to begin with, narcissistic to begin with. Drugs became the uh, uh, vice of choice to make that narcissism a full-on reality.
1: (laughs) And so, I mean, if if any of you have had to deal with them in your family, it's 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 having a monster, really, because they don't care. They really don't. They care about the high, and that's what's motivating them constantly: is the high, the high, the high. And and that's I once I saw once was. Uh, written um you know it's a religion to them and no god you know gets that kind of worship i mean everything about their day from the moment they wake up to is how do i get my high and whoever i have to use or go through to do it i'll do it,
2: it. Yeah, i mean i've seen uh you know it's unfortunate to say but i've seen parents who you know don't respect the kids because you know it's the the kids aren't as born and for you know a parent obviously like the kid may be, uh yeah you know bad or whatever and if he So when the kids
1: an addict you're saying?
2: No 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 when the parents, parents are an addict. Addicts. Oh, you know what I mean? And uh of not course, you oh, know, yeah. no, the until kids you're just
1: there to help them get whatever they need, get to to use.
2: Yeah. You know, and unless the kid really oversteps the boundary, you know, that's the most important thing for a parent, and, you know. I've seen situations where Oh yeah, it's no. not the case.
1: Nope, it's all about it's it's all about the addiction. Um and and and, and again, Rachel, because I mean, if she's addicted to anything. It's maybe being famous. I don't even think so. I've just seen a million of these girls out at Hollywood parties. She's uh, an attractive girl. She knows she knows how to work it with her personality. She's kind of the cool chick in the gang. Like I could see that, but uh, she obviously comes from money, and
3: which is why Janice was bitter. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, that's why Janice, Janice has been really. her on And about it. and
1: you know where Janice comes from is like f you because uh, let's not take this away from Janice. She may have sold her soul to the devil, but part of the the sale of her soul was the fact that she worked around the clock. Yeah,
3: she was and gave up you know gave emotions up life and, and right whatever. So
1: so when she sees a girl like that, she's just like, what did you do but sleep with somebody famous and then go wrap the guy out. Pretty much, you know, and so you can see why you know she's she gets aggravated, and that's why it was interesting. She there was a moment she had with Eric Roberts, Janice. Mm-hmm. She said, to "Eric, well, you don't talk to me. Why? Why don't you?" Yeah. And it and to me that was like, Eric, you're I respect you. I respect you. You're an actor. I respect you as an artist. Everyone here's kind you of a clown. Work. You've done something right, yeah. and so why don't you? Like me, you. We're, we we've been we're relevant. We've worked in this. We've earned it to a degree. Why don't you speak? So it was just—it was interesting, but yeah, I uh, with with Rachel, I'm sure she'll be the mother hen of this group, um, continuing to manipulate something into to her favor, which she's probably done her whole life. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess we need this maybe for the show. I don't know. I,
3: I don't know. It'd be nice to see like uh, Janice and Frankie kind of come together because going back to when uh, Janice. Said to Eric, they had a moment, didn't they? They had a nice moment together where Frankie was kind of breaking down. She felt very attacked. She's like, Why do men always do this to me in my life? And I felt like Janice had a legitimate interest in feeling what she has because been she felt because the same thing there. And she knows what it's like to have men just crap on you and not think anything more of you because of you're just a piece of this and you're a drug addict and who cares? And, and Rachel.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, no, no. But but if she's yeah. if someone clues her into the camera being on her, you know, she'll do it. There was
3: no connection for real. No. I think Janice and Frankie had a legit emotional moment. I believe, real. yeah, I believe that too. And I think Rachel's a pile of crap. We're hope fiends. Hope
1: fiends. <laughs> we're oh, hope, you know, that t- was so sad. Uh, yeah, they were, were like, fiends. don't call him a dope fiend. Yeah, we're hope fiends. So funny, you know. Wh- what do you guys think of some of the the counselors? Um,
3: I feel like Shelly's gonna break and fall off a cliff at any moment. Poor
1: Shelly is pushed to the brink every season. She looks season. erect
3: and get and he said fifteen years sober. I would have guessed two, cause she looks she's like right. and she. But she's been there since the first uh, first celebrity one. rehab. She's gotten she,
1: actually. She's. Have you watched every season? I've seen every
3: season. Yeah,
1: she's gotten stronger. I mean, yeah. remember? Remember before she couldn't even be around the site of the side drugs. Of it. That's true. She was shaking.
3: But I just felt like her 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 body and her way she carries herself is she's, so fragile, she's
1: fragile. Just, she is. I mean and, she ugh. saw the blood or whatever the weeks before from the kid's arm. She had to be put down. Yeah. Um and I think she's she to me used to strike me, God, three or four seasons ago she was seemed like such a bitch, but yeah. now I feel like she is she means well. She's obviously very strong to have um to have her addiction in remission or whatever they call it, baby recovery. Um, but she seems she seems to me now like she's learning how to handle them a little better. A
3: little bit. But she does kind of feel like in this one that she's kind of like, Dr. Drew, I'm about to snap. Yeah, like, help me. She might kind of lose it at some point. It'd be because kind of nice to see her smack somebody.
1: It would be nice, but, but then we'll lose her. Yeah. But she, it's funny. We said, did lose that other lady. We lost her. Season. And you know, Dr. Drew said that was her bet, his best yeah i forget her name i'm sorry i forget her
3: name too it was the
1: but he said she's one of her best and she it. dr wood said it just happened she made a mistake and she you're human and that girl was the oh she was really bad she was satan that was satan's little (laughs) i wanted her
3: back this season because she was she might have been so bad courtney
1: though not bad in terms of addiction bad in terms of like we're talking about the former beauty queen whose name I
3: can't remember, but yeah. Yeah, it's good that you can't remember I her. I can't remember her name, yeah. but she was
1: awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she, was she was awesome, great. but I feel like she was so dangerous was. that you can't have her around. Um, but you know, speaking about you know, some of the the, the with with Shelly, the reason I think Shelly has got, gotten stronger is because Doctor Drew has said this is the worst group he's ever had. The most volatile group he's ever had to deal with, and so the fact that we are in say week five or at least uh, well we're not at week five we're in day, day eight or, day nine or, nine or nine if we go by the time <laughs> by they've been doing there on the show, she's yeah. hanging in that's the other thing too Doctor Drew said that you haven't seen anything yet this is very season five very very early stages of recovery wow he's so he's like so we're in the early stages this is nothing. Which is just interesting. Um,
3: kind of unnerving.
1: Kind of unnerving. Cool. I'll tell you, I like the big guy too. Uh, Will. Well, yeah, Will. Smith. I like Will. Oh, He's, yeah. You know, and and obviously Bob Forrest. I mean, yeah. they're they're all. You can tell they're all exotics, so they get it. Yeah, especially Bob. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> <'Cause> he's, <laughs> Bob. he's being shallow. <laughs> he got, he got, Well, you know, I saw him at a Lakers game. Oh my! And he was. Um, Does
3: he still have that hat on? The
1: whole thing—the oh, hat, the glasses, and this—I, I, I see. He seems like such a great guy, and I, I believe he is. So now it sucks <laughs> that I'm going to say this, but he, he so wanted to be seen and 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 noticed and approached at the Lakers oh my game. God. You know, Shit. so hey, you're the dude from Celebrity. Yeah, you know. Nice, but nice. He's human.
3: Hey, Lucy's not on the corner. He's
1: human, and you know, I couldn't remember the name of the girl that that actually threw out Rachel. But she, yeah, the second girl. She's I no her up. I find nonsense. Her. Yeah, he. They always bring her in when Shelly. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was it mm-hmm. last season? Shelly was couldn't just so it. wiped out. They brought her in for support, and she's very – that's why she's like, okay, like, here's okay, your trash bag. You a
3: bag? Oh, speaking of trash bags, yeah. Rachel. <laughs> trash bag. I'm supposed to walk out of here with yeah. a trash bag.
1: That's right, because you are <laughs> trash. trash. Anyway, uh, Corey, cue up the news. Do we even have any news still? Uh, we got very little, but take us away. After Buzz TV News.
3: Right, so we know that Rachel Yukatel stormed off the show one week into shooting, claiming she could not make any self-improvements while sharing a room with Janice Dickinson. Quote, I'm done being Janice's doormat, and she's also preventing me from being able to do any sort of recovery. Mm-hmm. Hence, I don't need recovery. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't need
1: recovery. And I know Janice gets a ton of publicity, so she's the perfect person to glom onto and to wrestle wrestle with and yada, yada, yada.
3: Exactly. Job well done, Rachel. (laughs) We got lots more news about Rachel, apparently. Uh, Rachel is finally opening up about some of the demons that have caused her to act out over the past year. Mm -hmm. Part of the problem, she says, is she, quote, can't date a boring person. She likes intense relationships but will admit nothing. With wealthy, super
1: famous people. Can I just ask, though? I mean,
3: really, do we think that Tiger Woods is not a boring person? Just because he is like a golfer and rich. No,
1: he's boring. Because he probably
3: he, is the most boring, so freaking boring dude on the planet. The father had him
1: golfing. Had since, him golfing since yeah. he
3: was like two. This is
1: why the problem is why he he probably he sacked, saw vagina you know, the first time at yeah, like nineteen
3: or twenty. Exactly.
1: So, like, so no, I seek super famous person, rich ass. people. Rich people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and famous. famous. So she doubled down, and exactly. that's what I'm seeking. And. And anyway, and I'm not going to say anything about Tiger because I'm going to save that. Save that so for later, because eventually
3: mil. Barbara is going to want an interview with oh, me, right. I'm going to exactly. spill. right, exactly, and
1: all. I'm going to spill it all. unless he, you know, I think it was unless he wrote the check to her to keep her most. Well, they
3: claim that he did write a check, and that's right. why she's the only one that stayed really quiet. But gotcha. Mm, I don't know. All right, let's see what else here. Rachel missed the show's premiere party because she refused to fly coach. She had a first-class ticket from New York to L.A., but the airline had to switch planes. Rachel was asked to switch planes to coach. She opted to stay home.
1: Wow. Hey, yo. How revealing.
3: She's rich, man. She's been rich her the life. I know. So life. okay. I so write a
1: psycho. check and buy your own. But b- b- buy another ticket. She's a star, Kevin. Oh, She's so she star. wouldn't buy the ticket. Why does she have to buy a ticket? When she She's did. on so television. Then, so they missed the party.
3: Well, okay. that's your afterbus Celebrity Rehab News and Gossip for the week of December 15th, oh, not 2010. My, yeah, very, very light, very light or, this for, week on the gossip. Yeah, I mean, I think
2: they try to... Uh, I mean, you know, when you keep search for any of this, they try to... Yeah, I think they try to keep it uh, as tight as possible, especially because... You know they filmed the it's show so early, yeah. And now you know it's months so after to hold, the to hold
3: t- it. But yeah. I will say that I I saw Keisha Cole, who is Frankie's mother or daughter, on the Wendy Williams show today, and her report did not seem too positive in terms of Frankie's recovery. About Mama? Yeah, she tried to be very diplomatic about it. She said, "You know, you never kind of know for sure how an addict is doing," but she hopes that her mom is in a good place because as some of you may know she Keisha Cole just had her first child and would like her mom to be a part of her child's life but right now it's not really gonna happen and you felt she
1: was being honest
3: I felt she was being really honest and trying to not say yo my mom is still effed up like flat out but she definitely was saying mom still has some work to do
1: I think it's gonna gonna be supervised visits with grandma for
3: Probably, because uh, when they had their little show about a year ago, right. the grandkids from the oldest daughter stayed at grandma's house.
1: It was not a good thing. No, no milk and cookies from grandma. a good She thing. wasn't knitting them quilts.
3: Nah, she had <laughs> no. her, She had her boo over at the house. They were uh... playing around with some... <laughs> illegal substances and it was not a good deal not a good deal <laughs> but Frankie's trying because she loves her grandkids she was has a really
1: good heart but it. just as I yeah
3: crack his whack y'all stay away
1: yeah, I mean crack, is that going to be the crack. Christmas gift <laughs> I just think you, can, you visit them like you're visiting the zoo you know, <laughs> you just do. You visit them, you, you know. You buy, bring you them, wave, in, feed them, them the peanuts, peanuts,
3: toss them some
1: snacks. That's it. Just wave, maybe a photo, take a few pictures, and yes. then you're out. Yeah, yeah you gotta unfortunately, keep just they've proven that they, yeah, you you can't have them around because they're so cancerous. Yeah, you can't. You, yeah, can't, you, can't, can't them. you can't. um So, Teaser. in our in our special segment. What was our special segment now? To to
2: sort of discuss whether or not – I mean, how you sort of approach this show. Can you laugh? Are you supposed to cry? Basically, do you have sympathy for –
1: Do you have sympathy for these people? Yeah. Do you?
3: Some of them, yes. Yes. Some of them I do. Who
1: do you have sympathy for?
3: I have sympathy for actually Janice more than I thought I would – Wow. Don't get me wrong. I love Janice, and I love right. Janice crazy. As you love, Janice. Crazy, Janice. Right. You love crazy Janice, right? You love the entertainment I've been all over crazy Janice since crazy Janice was working it with crazy Tyra on America's Next Top Model, right? Um, but she, in this this last episode specifically, I think she really showed her butt. Like she's messed up. And somebody that I mean, whatever it is, I, I mean, I don't still know how legit the the that, you know the abuse was or how much of it really was, but some people can't take pain. Everybody's threshold is different, and hers obviously was not. Either hers was very low, or the pain she endured was exceptionally high. But she's a mess, and it'd be it it and and, and at the same time, she still has, I think, uh, sincere concern for other people, as shown with she Frankie. Still cares. Which I appreciate Which is nice. So I, I feel something for her. The rest of them I feel comedy for, for the most part.
1: So so Frankie and Janice. Frankie
3: could... and Janice are kind of on my list. I wanted Eric to be on my list, but then he was sneaking Good around smile. like Mr. Jokey Joke in the corner. So I don't know how I feel about Eric right now. And God, you're Jason Boo. Mm-mm.
1: My friend Jason is amazing. <laughs> Mr. Billionaire Eric. Oh, I love him. I could just watch him forever. I hope they give him, like, a three-hour block of programming. They should. Just they to should watch him, him waddle just around. Him around. Oh, just Sympathy, no. So wonderfully and entertainingly useless. Sympathy, sympathy, no. Is he just not just so fabulously he's useless?
3: definitely amazingly useless. Useless. Probably <laughs> the most useless. I mean, does so he have a skill useless. or talent of any sort? No, completely no. useless. Other than talking shit, because he talks shit very well. I
2: don't, th- I don't think he's done anything in his life.
3: Uh, exactly. Has no skills done, whatsoever.
1: Okay. Could maybe pro-
3: maybe program an iPod.
1: Yeah, maybe I don't, I don't think he think can, he can drive, a car, I'm sure, oh, he drive a car. Even oh, he's amazing.
3: He wears. Oh. He knows how to pick unfortunate sunglasses. That is my note. I mean, wasn't eye. his, his accomplishment this, wearing
2: the blue sunglasses? This episode, uh, the accomplishment was to put on pants.
3: That's a big one. No, that was the a nice step one, he did. He proved he could wear. And jeans. they didn't have poop on them. <laughs> or stains or whatever that was. I won't assume it was poop like Janice did, but it was nasty, whatever it was. So I love him. He found pants. He's Go, amazing. Jason. Phil,
1: comedy or tragedy? I mean, I have
2: sympathy for uh the people we don't actually see because I think, you know, the reason why they're not in that limelight is because they're more of the normal people that are trying to get through this. Whereas uh <laughs> you know, Frankie, like, Janice, Rachel not Eric for me, but Jason uh, they're just so whacked out. And they've you know, like Jason, he...
1: They've spent so... They're overprivileged.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, obviously they have these problems, but at the same time, so who do they you had think? their shot. They, you know, and...
1: So what, um, are you
3: sympathizing with Leif and his heroin addiction yeah, for the last 40 years? Yeah, because Leif had it too. Now, I, you, were, he you, was you weren't
1: even born, uh, uh, Phil very he was I tried
3: um, to figure this out the last time we did the show like how no. cuz I thought he was like a 70s kid star or he something he was no so he's he about was little... 17 okay uh
1: and um jeez who would he be like today i'm trying to
3: Lindsay lohan
1: no one of the boy bands maybe as far as like i'm just thinking like career wise not not necessarily like what he did with drugs but career wise he had like one minor hit it wasn't it wasn't mm. a major hit he was one of those guys who was almost famous for being famous. He oh. never really acted anything. He was, he was a pinup boy, and he did have this uh, – he had one, maybe two songs, but they weren't monster hits. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. fact, if you heard them, you probably – it's not like hearing a Partridge Family song that yeah. you recognize the song.
3: He was just sort of a heartthrob. And what and happened it. with him
1: is one night he was drinking, and uh, he was with his best friend, he, uh, got them in a terrible accident, and the, the best friend is paralyzed. Uh, then didn't speak to him. I think it was so much time took place uh, after the accident, maybe a few months, maybe a year. Spoke to him a little bit, and then never spoke to him again. And, and VH1 did a reunion with them. I don't know, maybe it was about five or six years ago, where he, you know, he saw him and he cried. And of course, now I am going to get better. I am going to make my life better. Blah 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 blah. and Of course, oh he hasn't. So he also did. He 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 had a really good ride too. Um, And it just ended young, you know, probably uh, he was maybe 21, 22 when his career ended. And so now all this time, 20, 30 years of just oh, lingering. And I'm always wondering, you know, where, you know, who's supporting them? Yeah, how do you point? afford this? I think they usually glom on. It's not like a family member, but they usually glom on to a, a, a girlfriend and True. like the way Gary Coleman did. Like they find somebody who's kind of stable not the caliber of partner they could have picked up in their day mm-hmm. but somebody just still enamored enough with their image to take them in and um and let them live off their teacher salary nurses or whatever it is they're doing so but it's you know what I, I i see leaf in this bed um of this pretty nice rehab center and i'm saying to myself i bet you his i bet you a lot of these people their own beds aren't this nice no um but he did, he grew up with, he had privilege too, Phil, he he, he, he blew it, he had good opportunities. Well, who else, tell me who else you feel bad for.
2: Uh, I don't even know, I mean, I, I kind of like Derek because I think he's the most, I don't know, not relatable, but like, I don't know, like you know him, you know, like as right. you were saying, he's an actor that you recognize. Um, I mean, overall, I don't, you know, these people are just hilarious to me, it's, uh, you yeah. know. They've been overprivileged and, you know, they've had their shots. And, you know, speaking to your por- point, Courtney, about Janice, like, you know, you know what? Go rent Antoine Fisher. That guy's been through so much. And he goes up to the front door of the woman that abused him and said, hey, I'm still standing here. So, you know what, Janice, at the end of the day, you're fine. So get over it. The, the Well, with Janice, too,
1: is because, you know, I've, I've seen this because we have a friend you know, our friend Randall is friends with all these old old stars. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are like um Gloria Swanson and Sunset Boulevard, uh, Nora Desmond. And I swear, like, Janice fits into that a little bit too, where everyone dotes over them and they get so much attention and so that they don't they're not forced to develop
3: anything else.
1: Yeah, and they also they don't because they don't want to hang in in a relationship. You know, they always want that, like, the fun and the high of a relationship, which, what, lasts maybe anywhere from one month to six months in a relationship. And then, you know, you, you settle down and you have more of a friendship mm-hmm. with your partner. And someone like that, like, they don't want it because it's always about the fun. So it's always about that honeymoon stage. It's always about the fun, fun, fun. And what we're seeing now is, okay, you've had your fun and now you're paying the price. Yep. Hard For now, sure. easy later. Now it's, like, easy now. Hard later. Now you're at the end, and you see this with a lot of these older stars. You see them at the end of their lives. They're alone. They might have like an assistant mm-hmm. or someone who, be- if they're lucky, kind of yeah. If they're He's lucky, if they around. kept their money, or if not, they get some kind of sycophant who will still glom onto them mm-hmm. and and be their um, their the max to their Nora. Uh, and we see it a lot in Hollywood. Well, we what's know? scary. Um, you know, I. I won't say who, but, uh, you know, I
2: met an assistant um, to someone famous. And, uh, you know, the person looked exactly – you know, I walked in and I was like, oh, my God, are you her sister? And uh, she was like, no, 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 I'm just the assistant. Oh, and I was yes. like, oh, my so God. Nice. She, they looked exactly, exactly alike. alike. Yep. Wow. Um, yeah, I've seen that before too. And, you know, it was very frightening because, you know, that was sort of my first
1: uh, time
2: into that sort of world of Jesus.
1: Insanity. And so I get where you're not, I get where you're not uh, sympathetic with Janice because, you know, Janice would not give, I'm sure, a lot of people the time of day. I'm sure it was all about her, and it was about being bratty and vapid. And I, I, I we went to – Maria and I, um, a couple of years ago, went to someone famous who died. We went to their uh, – And this is Maria? Menuno's. Okay. And um, I'm sorry. I figured that, uh, fans of the Jersey Shore would know that. Um, <laughs> anyway, we went to um, – we went to a wake of a famous person, and there was maybe 11 people who showed up, and this person in her heyday was wildly famous, I mean, world-renowned, mm. and at the end, it's like 11, 13, 14 people there, and I mean, and w- when I tell you the crowd that was there, the the 11 or 12, 13 people were as monstrous as the people in... The celeb rehab house, and I remember saying, you know, Maria, I want to take Paris Hilton and <laughs> the rest of them as a public service uh, to them. I would love to bring them. I wish they could be there to see this. And like this is what this is the this is the ghost the of Christmas future. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it's going to end for you if you don't redeem yourself. Yeah, and with Janice, I get what you're saying because that's you know that you you get out of life what you put in, and I think. Unfortunately, this is what a lot of these people have put in, you know, and then that's why you, you, you know, if you, if you had taken the time to, to hang in with a partner or hang in with your children, you know, you maybe would have people there to support you and be there for you and, uh, and.
3: Janice has a young daughter. Yeah, and
1: she seems like she cares about them. Yeah, Most of her shows, she's always...
3: Yeah, she's got... Her son's a little older, but her daughter's maybe 12 at this point. Oh, my God. So that's kind of scary in watching this because I remember when she had her own reality show, her daughter was maybe 7 or 8 at that point.
1: I also... You know, in in her defense, too, um, I've heard her interviewed where, you know, she is a single mom, and she doesn't make... A lot of money so she's always having to work to support mm-hmm. to support to support so i could see where her she'd be coming unglued yeah uh, from all the pressure and and and, I, and i'm sensitive to it uh, as far as for me um I, it there's a small part of me that sympathizes i had the moment with eric and as you talked to so talk about frankie and janice i am sympathetic but I have to say overall
3: <laughs> it's fairly comedic. I mean, yeah, yeah it's the it's, fact that I mean, comical. you just can't
2: help but laugh th- you know, out loud. It's going to it an, it's going to crime scene. They're children.
3: Scene. They're children. Yeah, they really are. They are children.
2: I th- I mean, in some sense it's a cautionary comedic tale. Yeah, yeah.
3: I think that's a good way to put it.
1: Yeah, a <laughs> Don't cautionary laugh too comedic. Hard. Tale. Well, I think that's a wonderful note <laughs> to wrap things up on. I think. Amazing. Well, obviously. Corey, any minute now. <laughs> Corey, roll us in, get us out of this. Well, what do we? Uh,
2: what about? What do we quickly predict oh, for, uh, for
1: okay. next week's Sorry,
2: episode? Corey.
1: Oh, are we predicting next week's episode? Um, like, I mean, more, oh, of, the specifics? Yes. more <laughs> of the same. Yes, more of the same. I mean, <laughs> Janice is gonna we're gonna get that resolved, maybe, right? Or, resolved. I don't think so. I don't, I Janice, think are no you resolve. kidding? There's no resolution. He had said, you know, again, Doctor Drew had said in his promotional interviews that she was the one. All right. Yeah, she was the Jeff Conaway in the Tom Sizemore of this that's season. Crazy. So she's gonna she's gonna carry on. I think Rachel's gonna continue to be the pseudo mother figure. Blah. What else do you guys think? Blah. Uh, well, we, somebody we,
3: needs to snatch Frankie's wig off. I can't. You wait. You think that's gonna happen? I hope so. He's been uh, threatening I for I mean, there like is something three
2: that, With with the previews we got, we got Eric, Frankie, and Jason. Something I forget what exactly, but uh Eric was sort of breaking down. Frankie, you know, so who knows, maybe they will steal her wig Smash finally. Smash the wig,
3: baby. Can I just say though, go Frankie for getting a new wig in this episode? Yeah, I the like blonde, that. The blonde shorter one worked for me much better than much the ones better. from last week. Much so. better. Go Frankie. Okay, so more of a mess next week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Corey. Sorry about the early two. All right, we're going to see you guys next week, I'm sure, for episode six. Please tune in. Is it six
2: and seven? What do we got? And seven. Uh, this. Well, this is Pat, right? First week it was two. Then it was one. Then it was two. Maybe we'll get only one. Yeah, it'll be six. We'll
3: figure it out when we get there.
0: Yeah, it'll be amazing. <laughs> for producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, Engineer Corey Sheehan and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com or buzz into our Twitter account or Facebook page by searching AfterBuzz TV. Buzz,
1: buzz you later. later.